seriously with that R2-D2 mug. This is my favorite mug. I'm actually time. pretty sure he has the exact same socks on. Matching socks. No, they're Stormtrooper socks. No, no, by no, stance. no, 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 no. There you go, stance socks. That's with, a free plug. With your Earl Grey, like, tea bag casually hanging out. Well, he definitely has All right, all right. Stance socks is We are cool. back with the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. You have me, Lauren Everts, from the Skinny Confidential, Michael Bostick, my fiancé, and Jordan, and, of course, the bare-naked cucumber Taylor on sound. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. First things first, we hope that you will subscribe and review our podcast on iTunes. It's super easy. Hopefully you'll give us four, five, how many stars? I mean, don't even bother with four, only go for five. And I just want to say (laughs) for those of you, uh, last week I said I wanted to get to 200 reviews because I felt like that was an official podcast and I thought it would be super cool to get to, um, 200 reviews. And as of late, we're at almost 400, so you guys have doubled what I thought was possible. And you guys, and Michael is by the phone f- pressing refresh. I am super pumped on you guys. Thank you so much for reviewing it. It really means a lot to me. Um, he sits by the phone, and he's waiting for your reviews. Well, you know why? Because I know it's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, you got to go into your iTunes account, and you got to really hit the five stars. It's really not that I just mean. checked. I'm checking right now. We are literally five away from 400. So the next five people, you'll be our favorite people. So we have gone to be officially official okay okay well um the good thing is is that the reviews will not only benefit us we provided value for you um i'm hosting a giveaway on the skinny confidential it's a $2,500 giveaway for the most amazing beauty and wellness products um it's all my favorites kind of combined into like this huge bag and then i also have a juicer um and we're going to give away three bombshell body guides to the runner-ups so that's if you review and rate our podcast on iTunes. For those of you that don't know what the Bombshell Body Guide is, it's a 28-week guide complete with a full-blown workout schedule, three workouts a week. You're going to get in serious shape with that plan. Um, I've been really using the Bombshell Body Guide and kicking it up a notch lately. I really just want to get my ass into gear. I've been eating um, you know, super healthy food and keeping my diet on point, so... Um, check the bombshell body guide out if you're looking to tone up and get a harder ass which i've been loving (laughs) that lauren is eating more healthy because i'm like always around her just grabbing the scraps that i can of the healthy watermelon jerky and whatnot and i have been loving the harder ass you have (laughs) yeah it's tighter maybe not not harder that's kind of hard as a rock Ooh. okay um, Moving so, right along. Yeah, Michael went to New York City by himself without me. Which, no, not just by myself. I went with my partner. Well, I wasn't there. Weston, yeah, you weren't there. You're used to having and me on I trips. I missed you tremendously. You did miss me. I missed did you? you? You did miss me. You no, called me when you were drunk and you like confessed I know it's, your I know love. it's true love because every time I leave, I just... I, I can't even function without you. You do, though. You, do, you called me drunk at midnight. Um, I was having If sushi. I don't remember it, it doesn't count. Okay, well, you should remember because I, I, I no, mean... No, but I, let's talk about that. I recorded I mean, it. Even for me, who's like a go, go, go person, that was that was tough. We, uh, me and Weston, trained up to L.A. When I said, not trained, we took the train up to L.A., which was actually really fun. We, we brought his mom and um, we all had lunch together and then Weston had to go run some errands and surprisingly, Weston's mom had to go get a tattoo from Weston and I's tattoo artist. Shout out to Dr. Wu. He's the man. He's at uh, Shamrock up there. And it was really strange for me because I was thinking of how much the times have changed. I was taking my best friend's mom to get tattooed. 
so anyways, that was fun. We went and did that, had some beers. She got tattooed. And then after me and Weston, or Weston and I, as long as we like to say, um, <laughs> we caught the red eye to New York, which red eyes to New York are always A difficult. terrible idea. And I totally disagree with that. Lauren loves red eyes. I love red eyes so much. I can't sleep on them. There's not enough hours. I love the red eye. I go on, I put my earphones in, and no one speaks to me for six hours. No one can text me. No one can get a hold of me. Anyways, I love red I eyes. bought one of those neck pillows. Right? You that, do like, that every time we go to the airport, you buy a damn neck pillow. And they, they hold your head up like a neck brace so that you don't turn and kink your neck. But so we did that. And um, if you know anything about Weston and I, we are the extreme versions of being on time. So Lauren, It's like Susan times 400. Yeah, I mean, so we get to the airport three hours ahead of time. So the, absurd. The, the, Ridiculous. The, I would the go ticket back counter to the is like, hey, guys, we don't even have a gate for you yet. Like, the flight's not for three hours. What are you doing here? <laughs> so then we sit there. So anyways, red eye, get up. We just go straight into it. We ended up going to this creative packaging convention. I'm working on something with Weston that I'm not quite ready to uh, get into yet because I'm still doing some research and I don't know if it's ever if it's actually going to be a thing. But as soon as I do know, I'll for sure let you guys know. Lauren, um, I've kind of even kept her a little bit in the dark on it. Not really. You asked my opinion on everything, so I don't really know what you're talking about there. You're kind of in the dark. Not really. Anyway, he flew back to L.A. No, and... so then we went. No, we didn't just fly back. We didn't just fly back. Oh. We went out. Oh, you went out. Right? And I don't go out that much anymore. I'm like, I know. He doesn't drink. That's like, why I Out to me drunk. now is like past 1030. Like past 1030 and past 5. I feel like it's past 930. That's pushing it. So anyways, we were out and I guess I must have called you. At you whatever did. Time. Three times. Three times. You called me three times and told me how I did much some drunk dialing. You missed me. How it wasn't the same without me. Did he's, I call either of you guys? He's turning beat red. No. no, no one else got a call. Did I call you? Me. To... No, it was actually kind of strange because I didn't get a phone call at all all weekend. Were you yeah. waiting by the phone? I kind of was. Were you with your bare naked cucumber? That's probably why I didn't call. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, then we had to go and get on the flight. And once again, we're three and a half hours early. The gate's not ready. The guy says, "What the hell are you doing here?" And um, I came back and we landed in L.A. and I met up with Lauren and I slept. From 4 o'clock in the afternoon till 7 in the morning. So okay. about 14 hours. Well, <laughs> you needed your Depends changed when you came off the flight because you were so grumpy. Your diaper was so full. You couldn't even, like, speak or form a sentence. So I sent you to bed, and you slept like a rock. No, but first, I was so pathetic. I ordered Postmates. You weren't around for this. I'm so glad I was And I had, like, three sandwiches and ate them alone on the couch by myself. And in and, the dark. And in the dark, pretty much, and just went to bed. So shout out to Postmates for making that possible, and um, thank you so much for contributing to that. So anyways, once he got back from New York, it was nonstop in L.A. Um, we go up there probably twice a month for a couple of days just to do everything we need to do there. Um, all the stuff that we kind of pile up and, and wait for till we get to L.A. So it was non nonstop. Um and yesterday on our way back from LA we went to a Mexican restaurant which is so good. I love that restaurant. It's called South of Nick's, right? Yeah. It's in um It's in like San Clemente. San Clemente. Um and we met up with the cutest couple. Um you should follow them on social media at Wesley and at Brano and they're adorable. And we had some drinks and some chips and some salsa. Came home, crashed again and um up on Monday doing the whole cycle over. And I just got on these new supplements that um, 
after all this time that Lauren's telling me, and they're like, N -n nothing crazy, men. Uh, these, are, these are for men, uh, not for women. They're all, all natural men supplements. I'll probably do a post on them at some point on Lauren's blog for, for the men out there that are interested in the supplements. Okay, where did you get this idea to take these supplements that you're obsessed with? Uh, Seth told me to take a couple of them, and then I did some research online, found a couple more. Tell everyone who Seth is, because we're obsessed. Seth is a trainer in Los Angeles that you met, that you're friends with, that um, trained me for the first time in a long time and completely traumatized my body. I can barely move. I'm trying to get more into, into heavy weights, and I need someone to help me with those heavy weights. So um, I found a friend in L.A., and he's helping me lift very, very heavy. Um, I mix that with the Bombshell Body Guide and Pilates and cardio, and I'm just really trying to, like, hit it hard. And so I manipulated Michael into seeing Seth. I think I just scheduled the appointment and put it on your calendar and forced you to go. And Seth literally kicked the shit out of Michael. He couldn't walk. I think, can you walk today? Well, I, I'm having a really rough time today. Yesterday was much worse. Like, I couldn't stretch my legs and I felt like an old man I couldn't get I couldn't stand up my I couldn't stretch my biceps out like I feel like you got to ease into that stuff and this guy just threw me right into it yeah he, it, you were complaining but it was amazing it was amazing yeah. you were complaining for um every single hour on the hour for four days straight <laughs> he's sticking his tongue out at me so Michael's the type of person that when he's sick he tells you he's sick 400 times so it's kind of like this I don't feel good I think I have a sniffle coming on. Can you pass the remote? I feel sick. Oh, can you shut the shades? I'm feeling sick. Literally tells me he's sick six million times in one day. You don't day. like being sick, do it's you? It's kind of like no one when likes being sick. You complain just in everyday normal life. No, no, no. This is even worse. This is like being. I don't know if you can get much worse. No, this is worse. This is worse. And and you with Seth, you told me you were sore. 80 million times. Well, I've never heard someone say something. Us men, we, when we get sick, that's like a win, That's a window for you women to look into what it sounds like with all the complaints. No, I don't buy it. I don't buy <laughs> You're it. You're trying to even it so out. So I even, I get it, I get for one day, I go into like what you guys do 365. Oh my gosh. Payback. You yeah. You blow your nose like extra loud. The coughs are a little louder than they're supposed to be. You alert the media that you're sick. That's what it sounds like when I walk in the front door and you ask me to take my shoes off. Yeah, I hate when he wears his shoes in the house. I like I can't. So deal women, with it. all the, all these like when you're when the guys are complaining about being sick, that's our little way of like showing you getting what it's back like at us. Complaints. What your five. reality is like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor you. So luckily, I don't get sick too often. Oh, boo hoo. All right. Well, that was our weekend. Let's get into the show. Andy asks, "What do you look for when hiring someone?" This is such a good question. I think she was specifically asking you too. Like, what do you guys look for? I personally look for someone who's hungry. You know what I mean? Someone that wants to work. You can tell they want to work, they have the energy, and they go above and beyond. When you started working for me, Jordan, I was really attracted to the fact that I would give you a task, and then you would deliver that task, but you would go above and beyond. So say I asked you to you know, put together um, a beautiful collage, you would put the collage together and then you would add the links, the hyperlinks. Stuff like that. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to me. Like the bare naked cucumber when our sound wasn't the best, he would go above and beyond and find the best sound that we could possibly have, right, Tay? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So um I mean, I besides the basic essentials of like hard worker, you know, efficient, da da da, da I look for somebody that's gonna mesh with the company culture. 
and kind of get the vision of what the whole company is trying to do. Because our company's different. Like our company's different than the typical nine to five. Can you like explain? No, why? because there's so many random. Like there's so like, uh, you know, one of our businesses or my business, I was running advertisements on Facebook and Google. One of my businesses is Jetbed. We do, you know, we sell beds for corporate and private aircraft. Obviously, one of the businesses, the Skinny Confidential, which is a blog. Um, there's there's all sorts of different things and. I kind of look for somebody that's going to be versatile in all of these things. You know, Taylor's traditional job is not the sound guy on this show. He works for me mostly on the advertising side. And he's willing 100% to jump into this and say, listen, I'll take on this task as well. And I kind of look at it as he he's... He molds. He, yeah, he molds. Like he's clay. On, he's on board and he's fluid. And, you know, I was telling um, Danny, who also works for me, that... This is not, I, I'm not looking for a corporate structure. I know a lot of companies look for that and they want the, um, you know, the traditional nine to five structure, structure, structure. I don't think I would ever run a company like that. And I don't think I would ever have a desire to run a company like that. It's just not how I am. Yeah, I agree. I also think um, Michael and I look for someone that works smart. You know you know what I mean? Like yes. they, it, they, they don't take a hundred hours to do something. They get it done quickly and efficiently. I like someone that takes initiative. Like for me, it's okay if someone does something and fucks up, I know that sounds weird. A lot of people don't want it, but I would rather have Jordan you live and learn. or Taylor like do something and fuck it up a little bit and learn from that as opposed to like Lauren or I coaching them through it and then never letting them fuck up. Because if you fuck up, you kind of like you kind of learn. You learn. You learn a lot quickly. More. Yeah, you learn quickly. But with that, like Lauren just said, nail on the head. Somebody that learns quickly and adapts after doing that. Like I have no problem with somebody messing up a little bit as long as they can learn from that and adapt and keep going and not lose confidence to do to do that kind of stuff. I also love someone that's creative, just because I'm creative and I love when creative minds mesh together. Um, I think creativity is a big plus. And just someone that also doesn't have to be told what to do all day long. I, I don't want to babysit. Um, and I think that when you have an employee that you constantly have to babysit, it's exhausting and it becomes more time consuming than you like wanted when you first hired them. So I don't want to micromanage anyone. I want to kind of give them what to do and I just want it to get done and I want it to get done in a creative, efficient way. I have, I have an interesting experiment. What's that? Jordan traditionally works for the skinny confidential and taylor traditionally works for me why jordan what do you think that we're looking for in an employee now that you've worked for us for putting a while? on the spot Ooh, um i pretty much think everything you said about being efficient is key because there's a lot of things that need to get done around here um, <laughs> you have a big scroll of a to-do list don't you <laughs> yeah yeah um so getting things done really quickly efficiently like I always ask myself am I doing this the fastest way the absolute fastest way that I can do it um so efficiency is huge yeah and you're good at that you're really good Taylor at what do you think it is you've worked for me for a long time I think something quick and easy would be to be like water you kind of want to be able to flow with which Every direction the current goes. How poetic are you? Well, one day Michael wow. says, Easy Shakespeare. Yeah, well, one day Michael says, hey, I want you to do this. So I, I, there's no way that I can go, well, you know, I don't do that. Or that's not something that I, I want to do. So I kind of just flow. I, I go wherever the current takes me. Love it. So, so Taylor's and like water. They do it well. And you know what else I think it is? When they don't know, like a lot of the times, some of the things we ask to do, Lauren and I are not experts in. And they're definitely not experts in. And they go and figure it out. Like there's been so many things where both Jordan and Taylor have figured things out on their own that has added so much value to everything that Lauren and I are doing that I think that's another thing I would look for 
in an employee, somebody who really cares about the direction the company's moving and really cares about progressing it and takes the initiative to go and find new ways to add value to the business. Yeah, I think I think I totally agree with you. And I think with the Skinny Confidential, it's such a new type of business because blogging is a new type of business. So you have to have someone that kind of gets the bigger picture and gets exactly what I'm trying to build. And when they understand that, it's easier to to build the company in the way I want to build the company. And I think Jordan really understands what I'm what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to achieve. And that really helps with an employee. And you have to like dogs because there's always a lot of dogs. There's in the six office. million dogs here. So if like, you don't like dogs, there's currently two out. dogs on Michael's lap. One next to Jordan. She's chewing her bone. Taylor's doing hand signals to tell her to stop chewing her <laughs> bone. Um, we got dogs in and out all the time. And the last one, self-sufficiency, because Lauren and I are on the go a lot, and I need people, and so does she, that we can rely on when we're gone. I mean, that's a source of a lot of anxiety for I think both of us when we're gone, right? Yeah, totally. You, you need someone, because when we're traveling, you got to know they're getting their job done. And, you know, it's hard, and I, I assume that, like, Taylor and Jordan probably felt this, like, you look and you see your bosses out of the office running around, and you're like, these people aren't working, and we're here, so... People that understand, like, that it's not just all, like, fun and travel, like, that there's business taking place, I think that's really, really important. Like, Taylor gets so mad at me because sometimes I don't network as much as I should, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing in the office? Like, oh, get out there and network. Right, Taylor? Not the biggest thing. That's one of his strengths. Is so he gets mad at me. He's like, Good. he's like, what are you doing in here? Get out of here. And so, like, he gets it, right? Like, that's, I, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I think, too, people have to understand that travel and movement is part of part of blogging it just is people want to see movement they want to see travel that's part of of the brand that that I've created and so um, I think having employees that understand that it's really important to move and not stay stagnant is a huge plus so yeah that's a kind of a list yeah but it's a good question and um, for those of you who may be looking for jobs I think those are good things to think about as well yeah all right, next question is from Leneth. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, and she asks, what is your take on sexting? Sexting? Meow. You, you hate sexting. No, I no, just, I don't know. No, be honest. No, no, I don't like that. I don't like having shit out in the ether, you know. I mean, I guess I'm Snapchatting all the time, but. No, 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 you don't like having private stuff out on the ether. No. Um, no, I don't like that. So that's a definitive it's, no from my No, point. no, it's not that I don't like, I, I get it, okay, you know, like, like we're being sexy. Trying, I but, sent you a tip pick the other day, like, it was, like, in the mirror, and it was, like, sexy and hot. I feel hot. Like Russian spies captured that. And instead of him being like, wow, babe, you look hot, you sent, like, delete that right now. Like, thinking that there was, like, a Russian spy going to take my tip A lot of the time I'll pick. be with people, and I'll be, like, looking at my phone, and it'll just pop in, and there's, like, all of a sudden, like, two tits that just, like, pop up on the screen, like... <laughs> and they're big. And they're big. They're cannons. <laughs> he calls them cannons. Um, I don't think there's any problem with sexting as long as you do it right. No, listen, if that's what gets you off, like, by all means. You right? never send me a good dick pic. No, I don't do that. Ugh. I feel like Taylor's in the corner, like, laughing. Well, like there, there was a guy who came into our office, and he, this was a while ago, and he asked to charge his phone, and we plugged it in. And it usually pops up with the most recent photos, and there was actually photos of his girlfriend in pretty revealing clothing that you wouldn't want 
portrayed on an office screen. So I unplugged it and I said, oh, oh yeah, you unplugged it. <laughs> unplugged it. Said, so we took it in the bathroom. No, I said, it's, it's not charging. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll do it when I get home. I just want to embarrass him or put him in an awkward situation. No, I don't. I think that you have to be smart about it. I'd love a good dick pic from Wait, you tomorrow. Wait, did you tell me a story about somebody you knew that went to get their iPhone fixed at the iPhone? Yeah, there was, it was, uh, um, it's a, uh, s- someone, let's just, not. Someone. someone. <laughs> oh gosh, that means it's someone we know. We'll leave his username below. <laughs> they went into, they were having issues with their Mac and they brought it into the Apple store. And when they were trying to get it working, or the app guy, <laughs> the, he plugged it into like the, one of the bigger display screens and the naked photos in the middle of the Mac store so this dude I'm not gonna say who had like him with his bare dick out in weird positions <laughs> on the Mac store and the Mac guy is like trying to navigate through and get it off and this guy like you know was that really you Taylor no no it wasn't me definitely wasn't winky me. winky I just don't wanna you know, no, we won't, we, won't, we won't throw the guy okay, in the bus. Okay, you're going to have to tell us. That's my it. biggest fear is, like, something happens. You and, would die if that happened to well, you. Well, listen, I don't need to be hanging out with a Mac technician with, like, no, that, you're, you're, you know, their weird Birkenstock <laughs> shoes and fucking pop up my dick all over the fucking Mac <laughs> store. So I would love that. I wish they would put it as their desktop or something. That yeah. would make me really happy. Um, Michael, Michael does not like anyone to see anything. If, if I'm, if there's a peep in the curtain, he, he wants it closed. He's very no, that's private. Not true. I, no, I don't like, I, yeah, I just don't, I don't need people creeping in on me. Yeah. He's private. So, so no text and sexting from like, Michael. I guess it makes me sound kind of boring, but like, you know. No, you're not boring. You're, you're fun in other ways, but you're, yeah. you're not a sexter. I just don't need to put it or all a se- out there. Well. The, no, and you know what? Sexting's kind of boring. Like I'm sitting there, I'm fully clothed. I'm in my office. I'm like, there's people all like. Asking me to sign papers and shit, and I'm like, okay, like trying to like sex at the uh, same time. You're like, yeah. uh, okay. All right, so moving on from the sexting question, Cindy asks, I'm always anxious. Do you and Michael ever deal with anxiety? Would really appreciate any tips you have for dealing with it. Well, Cindy, you're talking to the queen of anxiety. I am always anxious. I've been anxious since I was about 18, all day long, um, even into the night. I'm just anxious. And um, I try to channel that anxiety into a productive way. So if I'm starting to feel anxious about not doing something or getting something done, I'll log on to the Skinny Confidential and write a blog post or go on my email or feel like I'm doing something productive, and that really helps. Another thing that really helps, and I've gotten Michael addicted to this, is calm tea. Admit you're obsessed. Um, is that the, magne- the mag- magnesium tea? Don't act tea? like you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, the magnesium tea? Yes. Yeah, I love that tea. Um, I kind of wish that there was like a remote, uh, like a microphone in the car yesterday when me, you, and Wes were driving home because Lauren and Weston both deal with anxiety all the time. I don't deal with it as much, but recently I've been dealing with it a lot. I wonder why. Maybe this podcast, maybe being called Susan, maybe having, maybe having people on the street scream Susan at me might have something no, to do with it. But no, really. Um, so we, I, I, I st- like, I'm the type of person when something starts happening, I'm like, huh, what the fuck is this? I really have to go and figure out what it is. And so I read a bunch of books, um, which I can list somewhere. I've, I've, I've listed some of them on Lauren's blog, but I, I started reading a bunch of books on anxiety. Like, like give us an example of one. Um, I, I gotta, there's one called Anxious. I can't remember the, the author's name. There's the, the Happiness Advantage. There's one called Gorilla Mindset by Mike Cernovich, which is awesome. And um, all these are really helpful. But I wanted to know like the science behind anxiety. And basically what it boils down to is the fear of future events that are in your head, which could be caused by, you know, either thoughts that are in your head now or caused by events that have taken place in the past in your life. And 
basically I went into this study like, okay, what causes all this anxiety? Why do I have it? You know, if you've ever had anxiety, it really sucks. Your heart starts to race. Your mind starts to go crazy. I feel like prickles too, like on my, on my skin. Yeah. I I mean, it can be really debilitating and I I sympathize with anyone that has anxiety, but just know, and and this is maybe going to sound bad. And whenever I say this to people, they're like, no, you just don't get it. But anxiety is all in your mind, right? It's created by yourself. And it's easier said than done to just conquer it. But for me, once I once I kind of know something like, okay, this is taking place because of the thoughts in my head that I'm creating, I can kind of work myself down from the, let's call it the cliff. I can kind of like work myself back off the edge. So you just kind of start talking to yourself and like in your own head and, and breathing and saying, okay, this is the real situation. This is what's really happening. Like, understand that whatever's in your head and however bad you think it is it's probably not as bad as it really will be um i was telling lauren and wesson a good way to work back is like think about a a time in your past where you had a shitload of anxiety about something that was going to happen and then think about what actually happened and ask yourself was it really as bad as i thought and most of the time it's not the human mind will go to places much darker and much worse than its actual reality what do you I, think of that? I, I totally agree with you. Um, I think there's been two things that have really, really helped me. One is intervals. Running for a minute on, a minute off, so it takes your cortisol up and then brings it down and goes up and down. That's really, really, really helped me with my anxiety. I can, actually, I cannot believe how much it's helped. You wouldn't think it would, but it just does. I don't know why. I have to look more into the science behind it. And another thing that has really helped me with anxiety is meditation. And that's something that you and I have been doing in the morning. Yeah. Michael has a weird spot. He does it. No. Um, you do it in the closet. Yeah, that's, it makes me sound weird. With right? the dog. Yeah, no. I'm in the closet. <laughs> uh, no, I get up much earlier than Lauren and I don't want to bother her, but I do want to meditate. And I find that five to ten minutes of meditation a day is really making all the difference. I, listen, I'm not somebody that gets extreme anxiety, but I've maybe developed a little bit in the last um, year, more than, I, more than I've ever had in my life. And, um, you know, like I said, I read a lot about it. So I, I, I go in the closet in the morning when I wake up. Sometimes the dogs are with me, sometimes not. And I meditate for five to ten minutes. And it's just a lot of, like, breathing deep, clearing my mind. And I think it makes all the difference because it kind of sets your day up to be, um, you know, you, you start with a clean slate a little bit. You kind of clear all that bad stuff out of your head when you wake up. Also, what's important, I think, when you're going to bed, try to clear your mind. Lauren Lauren just started meditating. I, I saw her this morning. I brought her some coffee and she was meditating in the room. I didn't want to disturb you. You actually knew I was meditating? Well, yeah, when the like cancha rancha rancha was like playing on in the house and you had your fingers in weird positions and you were closing no, your I eyes. No, I didn't have my fingers in weird. I was sitting a... up in bed with with a green green hot tea next to me with my meditation music on that the dogs love sitting there with my she eyes She was wearing closed. a turban on her head. I wasn't wearing a turban. And, and it really helps me set the tone of my day. It's very difficult for me not to wake up and check my email. A lot of people will wake up and check their social media, but I wake up and check my email. And that's a horrible way to start your day because you get flooded with all these things that create anxiety. Due dates, things that need to be done, what you haven't done, something's wrong, da-da-da-da-da-da. Waking up and checking your email is the worst thing ever. Did you ever. do the tip that I told you to stop checking your phone right when you wake up? Or yeah, you I haven't still, done that. No, you I, still do it? I've, yeah, I've been stopping to do that. Because that's like a key tip I, that I told you. you about. I actually read The Miracle Morning, which has been life-changing. 
and I've been trying to do that. So basically the miracle morning is where you wake up and for one hour you do 15 minute segments of something different. So first you wake up and you sit in silence for 15 minutes. Then for the next 15 minutes you do an exercise. So like sit-ups on the floor. The next thing you'll do is you'll maybe organize something. So I'll organize, you know, maybe I'll make the bed, maybe I'll organize my day, whatever it is. And then the last 15 minutes you set affirmations for yourself and, um, you know, you make a list of what you want to accomplish that day. So the Miracle Morning, I definitely recommend it. I found it on Amazon and they also have stuff on YouTube about it, but supposedly it's changed a lot of people's life and it seriously sets the tone for the day, I also have to make my, you know, I'm always in the kitchen making my detox drink. I yeah. wish you would drink that. I drank the one last night. It tasted like piss. No, that was absorbic acid. So I made. Oh, absorbic wait, acid. Wait, I Jordan. have the hangover cure. It is the hangover cure. So it's a scoop of absorbic acid, which is 100% non-GMO vitamin C, mixed with two ALA tablets. And you drink an entire cup of water with the absorbic acid, take the two tablets, and it takes What's care of the hangover. What's that sour taste? It's vitamin C. Why didn't it taste like emergency? Because emergency has fake shit in it. I love the fake shit sometimes. I know you do. It's so weird. This stuff tasted like sour. I think it's good. Ugh. It tastes like like lemon or something. I don't know. Not lemon. Okay, well, when I don't have a hangover and you do, don't come crying to me with your headaches that you get. So, yeah, there's a lot. So... There's a lot you could do for anxiety. I think that's a, I mean, I, I think we could do a whole episode on anxiety, like a whole thing. There's actually something that you guys, there's a situational anxiety where, for instance, I don't have bad anxiety at all, but when I go to a restaurant, after I'm done eating, if the waiter doesn't bring me the check right away, I get super anxious. Are you serious? I, I have to get out of the restaurant because I feel like I, I did something terrible. Almost like, I'm not joking, like I committed a crime and I have to leave. Wait, 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 back up. This is a whole other episode. Wait. So, so set this up. You're at the restaurant. And it's, it, it's not... It, you it's know, like, you got to explain this okay. better. You're so at the restaurant. At a restaurant, if I go to like, just say Red Robin or anywhere where you sit down. And have so you're room. having anxiety at Red Robin. So no, let, let me get straight. You probably ate some clucks and fries. You had a milkshake and now you're having like a shit ton of anxiety. Wait, unless if it's, if it's a date, I don't get anxious. But any other like classification of, of seated meals where there's a waiter and you have to kind of sit there and your, your, your fate is determined by the check. Wait, so, how is your fate? I know that I know why because his grandpa made him sit at the dinner table and finish every single scrap of food when he was a kid, and he has complete yeah, it's, anxiety. It's, from it's, it. it's no. weird. We've talked know. about this. So it's, when the check comes or before you get the check, or when the check comes, the anxiety. No, he, if he doesn't get the check, he's once I'm a done eating, I like the check sitting there so I can sign it and get up and leave like right away. It's almost like I just want to like it never happened. I kind of get that, but for I a different know. reason. I, I just, just want my hands like, get sweaty. It's weird. I kind of get that, but I just, my reason's just because I'm like, it's done, it's done, like, time to go. I'd yeah. love to go out to eat with you. When can we plan this? Let's schedule this out. Well, because then uh, that would classify in the more like long, drawn out dinners where I don't necessarily get anxious. But if it's like a quick turn and burn, oh, I, I'm like, Gabby's always like, I want to Gabby. Like, Gabby's your Gabby's girlfriend. my girlfriend. Gabby's She's girlfriend. always like, uh, oh, I want to relax. I'm like, no, we've got to get out of here. Like, look it's so like, funny to me. Like, this is so fucking funny that you're dating a European. Like, I, I can't even with that because they love, they love to relax and eat and drink. And you're just like, you can't, you can't do that. You're incapable. Now, I want to know when you and I are going to go to Red Robin. Well, if you want to come, once That's what we, go I want. To, we go to Red Robin like at least. Does he do this twice, with you? Twice a month. They don't know it, but I always have the exit planned in my head. We're going to make wow. it a quick getaway. 
Wow. Okay. Well, all right. I've never heard of that. <laughs> oh, I'll have man. to look that the up on Wikipedia. <laughs> it's always got the great comments. Okay. Olivia asks, I know you were joking about scheduling sex two podcast episodes ago, but how do you actually fit it in when you're super busy and tired at the end of the day? I feel like a psycho planning it out with my boyfriend, but at the same time, I don't want to be too tired. So I'm going to give everyone advice that my stepmom gave me when I was 22. I called her one day. I was working three jobs. I was so tired to the point where I would literally hit the pillow and my, my eyes would be closed, asleep, done. And I asked her, what do you do when you're so tired and you just don't want to have sex and you're over it and you're not in the mood? And I thought she was going to give me some sweet answer about, oh, you're tired. Like, don't have sex. Just relax. It's all fine. And she goes, you rally. (laughs) (laughs) And ever since she said that, I rally. Because when you're going to marry someone and you're going to be with someone, that's a part of the game. That's a part of the plan. Like, you rally. Get over it. You know? That's, I think, in a relationship – you're committed to to that area, you kind of just have to put your bootstraps on and get over it. What do you think about that? Michael, what do you think about oh, that? Oh, Jordan is on answer. <laughs> deflect, deflect, Well, yeah, deflect. I mean, there's always that thing, like, if you're not getting it there, you're going to go get it somewhere else, right? And, like, I don't think you can blame a guy or a girl if, if you're not, I mean, what's the point, right? Like, what's the point of putting in the work in the relationship if you're not going to have that benefit, right? What was that show you had me watching? And there was that, that couple and she, they were like, pumped that they didn't have um sex for like six months and i was like what the f- like what's the point then right like why are you going to deal with all the aggravation like why not just be good like what show is best that friends? housewives no it's a reality show which one they're young the young guy the young people oh uh, vanderpump rules yeah oh i don't know who that was yeah there was this guy and i was looking at him like dude what are you doing man like like that guy doesn't seem like that, that that didn't seem too happy i think men and women need sex it doesn't matter who you are i think it's a big part of a relationship some people choose not to have sex before they get married that's fine but if you have chosen to have sex you should rally you know get over it pull the band-aid off get it done and everyone says this but sex is like fitness no one really wants to go to the gym and put their gym shoes on and their sports bra but you just get in there and once once your workout's done <laughs> you feel great about it yeah, so, once I wrap, once I like strap on my gym shoes and my gym clothes. I thought you I, were going to say once you strap on something else. Yeah, once I strap on my, uh, <laughs> my gym shoes and my gym clothes and I get in there with Lauren, then, you know, I'm good to go. No, once you, once you finish a workout and you do it, there's no workout where you're like, God, I hated that workout. I mean, sex is fun. It's not like someone's making you, you know, go do something you hate. Sex is fun with the right person. Oh. But you can definitely have a, <laughs> there's been definitely times in my life when I've said, well, that wasn't too fun. <laughs> You're sick. That's disgusting. There's also been a lot of times in my life where I've curled up in a blanket and (laughs) wanted to cry myself to sleep. Um, Not with Lauren, of course. No. Well, why'd you ask me to marry you? um, Because I don't curl up in a blanket. No, I'm a rallier. Yeah, Lauren's a rallier. You just do it. Um, And no, we actually don't schedule sex. That That was a joke. Although I would love a good Google Cal with you and I on it, scheduling our sex. I'd love it in, like, red, so it's, like, Listen, very if obvious. if you're at the point of having to schedule sex, you might want to re-examine You told me that. to time block my day. Yeah, but, I mean, you could time block, like, spending time with, like, you know, you know what I mean. We could just I call it. I feel like if you have to schedule it, that's like kind of You're going to throw sign. me into a conundrum now because I've been so about scheduling. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm like can't. a robot whose brain's about to blow out. No, but if you See, 
at 7 p.m. tonight. If you have to schedule See you at 7.32. <laughs> Meet you in the room. Dim the lights. Frank Sinatra playing. You know, we have a rough time, though, because our chihuahuas sleep in the bed with oh. us. And every time that we want to do this, we we have to go and put them outside the room, and they scratch at the door and cry like mockingbirds. It's so true. This is real life. They cry and whine, and they can't imagine not being in the room with us. The other option is I've you heard, keep them so in the room with when, us. Whenever I hear a chihuahua scream, it just gets me going. Ew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We could keep them in the room with us. I had never heard the term rally used to define sex, so I just searched it up. And the Urban Dictionary states, clawing your way out of the depths of drunken hell <laughs> and rejoining the party in full-on pimp style. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty good. Thanks for that, Tay. You're always there to provide the best content there is. So, yeah, if you're a girl, if you're a guy, Rally. Get over it. Put your bootstraps on and get on. <laughs> no, and I and really, I think guys or girls, if you're not if you're not being intimate, like they're you know, guy or girl is gonna go and get it somewhere else. So, you know, don't put yourself through that. And you can't blame them if they do, right? Like if you're if you're withholding sex, you can't really blame them. Mm, I would stab you, but but like, what are you supposed to do? Like, hey, we're not gonna have sex, and like, I expect you to stick around and just not have sex. Like, even when we're in a fight. I'll still have sex oh, and continue actually, to ignore you. That's actually some of the best. Like, we got in a fight the other night, and then I just... Oh, Jordan, you probably don't want to hear this, but we woke up in the middle of the night, and I just... Animalistic. Oh, you oh, are yeah. sick. No one wants to hear that. You yeah. were... <laughs> you I was still mad at him, though, afterwards. Yeah, but I didn't care. I was like, hey, we're done now. I was like, bye, you're out. Move. <laughs> Hate sex is some of the best sex. <laughs> it is. Jordan's so uncomfortable. Her palms are sweating, and her yeah, palms, palms are actually shaking. are sweating. So, on that note... We will end this podcast, and I just want to say that we really, really appreciate your reviews and you guys rating us and rallying, rallying, <laughs> rallying, um, to make sure that we are moving up on the ranks on iTunes. We cannot thank you enough for your support. If you're interested in having your question featured on the Skinny Confidential Ask Him and Her podcast, just email podcast at theskinnyconfidential.com. Make sure you subscribe and review on iTunes. And you can also send your questions in on Twitter or Instagram. Just use the hashtag AskHimAndHer. Um, and, of course, on Snapchat, we love talking to you guys on Snapchat. It's like texting back and forth. So that's it for today. We will see you guys next time. Have a wonderful week. Bye. 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 <laughs>